Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes podcast. This is Case 13, Iris. I am Jeremy, your Keeper of Arcane Lore, and we play Chaosium's Call of Cthulhu, a role-playing game filled with cosmic horror, existential dread, and something in the wind that whispers, Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb, over and over whenever you enter the woods at sunset. Your investigators of the unknown are Gabe as Roy. It's sure nice to not be out plowing snow right now. Matt as Rocky. No, you're right. My the the Matt void is is much preferable to the cold coldness of the real world right now. The Matt void is always a comfy, cozy sixty-eight point eight degrees. And Brian as Pippa. How are you guys doing tonight? You keep it warm during this snowstorm, baloney? I'm not. I'm just being cold. Did now? Do you guys have to get out and shovel crap? Oh, yeah. I have a snowblower, so it's a little easier, but it's still annoying. Well, I just wondered, in your household, are you the one that has to do it? Yes. Yes, I am. I know the feeling, and unfortunately, Brian is in a similar situation tonight. He's out plowing. We got well over a foot here in southwest Michigan. I have to get out in the morning and take care of that some way, shape, or form. All right, listeners, if you'd like to provide some feedback or praise or just say hi, drop us a letter from beyond on our website at lovecrafttapes.com. Also... A gentle reminder that if you would like to chat with us in real time, join our Discord server at discord.lovecrafttapes.com today, and perhaps we'll lend you the silver key which opens the gate, behind which is another silver key that opens another gate, behind which is another silver key that hopefully opens this old steamer trunk that I bought on eBay, because it came with no key and now Matt's locked inside because we played hide-and-seek after having too many beers. There's no such thing as too many beers. The show is brought to you in part by our generous fans and supporters on patreon.com slash lovecraft tapes. So thank you very much to Jordy Rose, Barry Robeson, Atulia, Brittany Davis, Elizabeth Grieve, Chris Parker, Brownie Davis, Yasmin Amber, Kyle Sherman, Jefferson Bell, Huge Pie, Eric Zane, Olda Polkert, Mitch L., Lobster Johnson, David Winterman, Frank Delventhal, Amanda Power, Daniel Hissey, Eric Phillips, Malambra 57, Snow, Wouter Vermeyen, Daniel Caprone, John Imray, Dom Driver, John May, Bastard King, Phil Dickinson, Christopher Woods, Robert Javison, Mall, Boston Harbor Horror, Eric Setterberg, Ripley Iwan, Just Mall, Davinia Von Zarevich, Yogg, Flix Capacitator, Liz Moonberry, Stephen Gregory, John Scarcella, The Frilled Shark, Sheldon Warner, Chainsaw Unicorn, A.E. Jonesy, Captain Vashton, Peter VDB, Marty Dixon, Andrew Petty, James Brown, Gregory Schmucker, Ineptus Astartes, Shane Stoley, Ruined Ashes, Rolling Box Cars, Matthew, Manic B Media, Bifford, Ba Tran, Horst Draper, Kevin C., Alexandra Kroska, Holden Omans, Casper Ryback, AJ Ake, Phil Campbell, Justin Levesque, Nicholas Hutto, Prophet of Woe, Sykes Sin, John Konopasik, Mick Cope, Kevin G., Jehovah's Thickness, Tomas, Phoenix Black, Puddle Time, Benjamin Webb King, and Seraton Wizard of Isenglass. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before we begin, we need to take a quick commercial break. And now, 
a word from our sponsor. Yo, 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 Blastmaster B coming at you from the bunker down under, live on my hardcore heavy-duty gaming channel, bfgbros.com, with all the sweet-ass tips and tricks to help you raise your game so you can be more like me. Before we begin, make sure to smash that like and subscribe button, and don't forget to jingle my bell, (laughs) so you'll get notifications when I fire up the stream. Alright, tonight... We are going to get started with a speedrun on what I can only assume is the sequel to Atari's mega-hit, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. It's called Alien Isolation. Okay. Okay, pretty cool graphics. I really dig the font. Oh, Jesus! What, what was... Was that some kind of monster? Nah, man. I'm out. This isn't for me. That thing got two mouths? Here at BFG Bros, we ain't into that shit. Let's move on to our second recommend of the week, Silent Hill. Sounds more laid back than that last one. Alright, yeah, yeah, I'm digging the soundtrack. Pretty cool vibe so far. What the hell was that thing? Ugh, what's up with that nurse, yo? And what's all this shit on the walls? Oh god, nope, eject, eject, nope. Uh, Alright, a big shout out to my main man Chad for that, for tricking me with that one. You know I don't like schools, bruh. Let's just take it down a notch. Somebody sent me this one online. It's called Soma. Not sure what that means, but hey, let's load it up. Under the sea, under the sea. Oh yeah, I'm digging this. Kind of cool just looking out the windows of the station at all those little fishies. Guys, did you just hear that? Sound like it came from around that corner. (laughs) Uh, 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 Not again, man. What's under that sheet? Why is there so much blood? (laughs) That's it, guys. Game over. Nope. Sorry, I just can't hack it. This shit's too scary. Ain't nothing like Pokemon Go. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to the first and last episode of BFGBros.com. And we're back. What'd you guys think of that product in their service? It was funny. And the presenter sounded dapper. Oh no, you know, it. I give it maybe a 5.5, 5.75 if I'm feeling generous, honestly. We, we, can, we can find higher quality sponsors. Like, we need, we need to raise that bar, man. Was that out of 5.8? No, it's out of 2. Oh, oh. You guys do make some fine points, but I have a little surprise for you. If you look under your seat, you'll see an envelope that contains a brand new product and or service. You get a product and or service. You get a product and or service. You get a product and or service. Everybody gets a product and or service, except for you, sir or madam. Uh, you'll need to leave the studio immediately because you know what you did. Security. Before we venture forward, you guys know what time it is. Let's briefly discuss your diary of the dead. I'm pretty confident that this art exhibit's going to uncover a lot. It's got to be some form of secret society. The art exhibit is definitely going to be a big piece of it, but I feel like there's more hiding at this hotel. I don't I don't think we've gotten everything out of there. For one, we still don't know what's up with the the really ornate sconces, and I feel like I'm I'm probably close to figuring out something with that fake wall that I'm about to you know, bust into or that repaired wall in the in the laundry room in the basement, I believe, is where I was. How do you think 
the fact that Charles is in one of these paintings much older than he should be. He's definitely still alive. As anybody knows, you know, magic comes at a cost. And he's definitely been pushing on barriers and knocking on doors, and maybe some of them shouldn't have been opened. And now maybe this is paying the piper for whatever he he may have uncovered or had done at some point. Why do you suppose that Charles wanted Samantha to bring the artifact to New York? More hiding places, probably. Or it's the key to saving him, maybe? He did mention in the video, it was the final piece of the puzzle. Oh, yeah. There's probably more than one artifact, then. I wouldn't be surprised if Zepter helped in the architecture of the hotel. Maybe he was the one who designed it to begin with. I guess it depends, and maybe either he designed it to be... Yeah, because he said the sconces have been there since the beginning. They're not something that were added during renovation. No one would ever add a sconce. Any thoughts on the big gray dog? You think it's a red herring? Yeah. Any idea who might be M? Matt. Clearly this is all my fault, guys. Sorry. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, Now... Dear investigators, we play Case 13, Tape 6, by hook or by crook. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. Secrets unspool like yarn yanked by a precocious kitten as our investigators of the unknown continue their unsavory exploits in the haunted halls of Hotel Odobrati. Pippa sought solace at the bottom of a bottle, but discovered a drinking buddy instead. Rocky fled the shadow-festooned corners of the second floor, only to descend down into the brackish basement. Roy absconded with art, freed from its frame with intent to investigate its origins on the morrow. Will our heroes come closer to Revelation, or will the Big Apple eat them instead? The table is set. The menu has been planned well in advance. Now we discover whether this course will be served hot or cold. Pippa, as you stare down the entry hall to room 217 at a grotesque looming shadow projected on the far wall, your face feels unnaturally flush. Whatever is about to come around the corner is gurgling in a raspy, burbling gasp that makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand straight up in abject terror. Rocky, it is freezing down here in the basement. Being a laundry room, you half expected it to be warm and arid from the regular use of clothes dryers, but it's downright clammy instead. The freshly patched section behind the washing machines is particularly cool to the touch as you wrap your knuckles against it, hearing a dim echo beyond. You lean forward, pressing your ear to the new concrete, and knock again, trying to gauge how big the space might be on the other side of the wall. The echoes recede, but then are seemingly answered by a faint whisper. Who's there, man? Well... Look around and see if there's any kind of blunt instrument I can use to start knocking at this wall. Give me a luck roll. Uh, I needed a 46. I rolled a 67. That's a failure. You quickly glance around and, and take stock of what might be lying around. You do see one of those small little trial boxes of uh, detergent. And you pick that up and it feels like it's 
solidified in there, but clearly you're not going to bang through a wall on that. It's a concrete wall, right? Yep. Attempt to kind of wiggle the washing machine out far enough that I can brace myself against it and then use that to kind of start, just give it a couple of good kicks to see if it's maybe they, you know, cheaped out and it's really shoddy craftsmanship. Go ahead and give me a strength roll. I needed a 75. I rolled a 17. That is a hard success. So you sort of wedge yourself in there as best as you can. There's probably only maybe a foot or two to begin with between the wall and the back of the washing machine or dryer. But you're able to blunder your way with brute force, wedge yourself in there, and you can hear the scrape of the feet of the washing machines moving away from the wall. As a matter of fact, all four of the machines are linked together. Uh. They've been bolted together. So you move them all at a cant. And you can try to give it a big kick if you want, but you're not going to get a whole lot of leverage with this amount of space without making a whole lot more noise and potentially disengaging the plumbing from the back of the washing machines and the dryer vents. Give it a go with the the space that I have. Just maybe I'll get, you know, a good a good hit in there. As you're about ready to boot into the wall, you hear another voice whisper, Dude, what are you doing, man? Stand up and look around, make sure that nobody has wandered into the laundry room. Go ahead and give me a spot hit. Uh, I needed a 62. I rolled a 21. That's a hard success. You see the top of someone's head at the other end of the bank of washing machines. Looks like it's a blonde, slightly balding head. And you hear giggles coming from that side. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Just dropped something back here. I had to, you know, move him out of the way to, to get back. To, you know, I found it. It's all good. You know, it's nothing, nothing to worry about here. As you say that, this gentleman stands up from the other side of the washers where he was clearly hiding. And he's holding his hand over his mouth, giggling. Looks like he's about maybe 5'8", very thin and scrawny, scraggly blonde hair, and he's got smudges on his face. He's dressed up in a tattered trench coat. Uh, He's wearing one glove that has the fingers cut out, but the other one has no glove. Beneath the trench coat is what used to be a sequined shirt that looks like it's straight out of the late 80s. Red and gold faded colors, some silver streaks in there. I'm sorry, man. I was just fucking with you. You didn't think I was behind the wall, right, man? No, no. I, I, like I said, I, I dropped something behind the machine. Had to get it back. It's, you know. Oh yeah. Pull my wallet out. It, this is this is rather important. You know, you don't want to let this go. You know, speaking of which, uh, you get like a couple bucks, man. I just, I know you get some coffee or something. You know. Hey, D- Dave's the name, by the way. Diamond Dave's what they call me. Double D, if you want. I highly doubt anyone calls you that. Everybody knows me here, man. You staying at the hotel, or are you just hanging out in laundry rooms for fun? You know, for the moment, I'm here. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Not important right now. I'm just checking the place out. Um, no, yeah, no, man, I get you. It's really weird, right? I mean, something's back there, right? You know, old foundations, who knows what, what could be going on there. Yeah, yeah no, you, you certainly have a point, dude. I mean, who am I? You know, you're probably like a contractor or something, right? You work in contracting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, um, always, you know, you have to have an eye for jobs and uh, stuff back here doesn't doesn't look that sturdy. You know, I was just thinking maybe uh, maybe I could upsell them on a, a bit of a repair patch job. You know, I can I can do this better. Worth a shot, man. I wish you all the luck, man. I haven't seen you around here before. You, you must be new in town, huh? Yes, just um, just in town for a few days. You never you got to never stop hustling, though, you know, I'm sure you understand that more than most. I understand that like 24 seven. I'm out there hustling, man. It's it's hard out there you know what i'm saying so a couple bucks you know 
What do you think? I'm going to reach into my wallet and pull out just like a $5 bill and hand it to him. Oh, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate this. Anything I can do for you. I know this city inside and out. I can help you out with anything, man. By the way, you heard like, wasn't like an old lady's dog got snatched? I, I heard rumors, you know, floating around. She said something about a, like a really big gray dog came and, and snatched her little thing and ran off with it. And I heard the same thing. And I know that old lady, man. She's got couple screws loose if you know what i'm saying and that that little dog probably like a rat could drag that thing away it's weird though because i've been hearing the same thing from some of my you know my friends down you know down there they say they've been seeing some dog thing too i don't know maybe it's related maybe it's not i don't know i mean you guys i've I've heard i haven't seen i've heard the the stories of the size of the rats around here being just you know trust me they are but we've had uh a couple of our own go missing recently you know what I'm saying? Like, Bill is, uh, I can't seem to find him anywhere, man. Bill's like, he's uh, the wino, right? Well, you know, we don't use that term, wino. That's a little derogatory, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, he likes his wine. He likes the drink. He likes the grape. What's not to like, man? It's good. It's all good. Uh, no, you can't blame that. I, who doesn't enjoy a nice, a nice bottle every now and then? I have a couple drinks. I like to sing. I say, I'm just a sad wino. And every place I go, you can hear the sound of drinking. That's that's quite good. That's quite good, actually. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I sing sometimes down in the subway. You, you would not believe all the shit you see down there. Oh, I can I can only imagine. You said you know this this city really well. Yeah, man. I've lived here all my life. Well, most of my life. You know, I did a little stint over in St. Louis there for a little while. It kind of run me out of town. You know, they don't they don't like my kind. I guess I just, they don't appreciate good singing. Yeah, yeah, their loss, honestly. But yeah, I know I know the town, man. Hey, you need like. A chaperone, a guide, you need somebody to show you the ropes around here, get you maybe some things you can't quite get on the up and up. You know what? Actually, there might be. You see, I'm I'm a bit of an art buff. You know, I'm I'm big on painting, sculptures, all that thing. Love it. Been studying it all my life. Um there's a little gallery out in Soho called Zepter. I hear they're having some kind of, of show tonight. You wouldn't you wouldn't happen to know anyone who might be selling you know, tickets to this event, maybe. I've, I've heard it's hard to get a hold of. The folks I know, they can get lots of things. They usually try to stay under the radar a little bit so we don't go that high profile. I could try to find out. You say it's tonight? Yes, uh, it's it, it, open, it opens tonight. I can get you some more information if you need it. I can certainly try that. Oh, yeah. Um, any, anything you can do would be would be greatly appreciated. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I can do that. No problem. Um, I'll tell you what. I need to go get my coffee. I will catch up with you in a little while. I'll go find out something. I assume you'll be around here. I, no, don't worry about it. I'll find you. I'm going to pull out another another $5 bill. Uh, if you or your crew happen to hear anything else about this dog creature, I'm in room 607. You can knock, and if I'm not there, feel free to slip me a note under the door. I'll see it. Man, you got it. I will find out what you need to know. Let me know if you need anything else, you know. Get you, get you some uh, little something for the gums, you know. Little... Uh, what I need right now is a hammer. <laughs> I would not be messing with that thing right now. You know, Tomislav, he runs his place. He keeps an eye on things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just be careful, man. Don't be going all bop, boys, de boys, de bop on the back of that wall, you know what I'm saying? That's. You know, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, help me out here. We'll just push this thing back. Nobody will know shit, okay? Come on. All right. And he starts heaving against it, clearly not making any progress because he has zero strength. Just going to walk up and just kind of generally just and slide the thing back into place. And you hear a noise. The door from the first floor landing open up. Hey, uh, 
double D out, right? I see ya. And he slithers out. Awkwardly finger gun. Roy, standing outside on the stoop of Zepter Museum of Art, you're acutely aware that July might not be the most comfortable time to visit Manhattan. Though it's still technically morning, the heat is rising quickly. You feel sweat dripping down the back of your head as a slim shape approaches the glass door from the other side, turns the lock, and opens it. A slender man with slick black hair that is most certainly dyed to look younger and piercing pale blue eyes looks up at you with a thin smile. Well, 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 your voice does your body justice. Very peculiar accent. Scotland by way of Boston, if my ears do not deceive me. Now, what is this about? Tickets, Mr. DuPont. Mr. DuPont, please. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. And he holds out his hand. I'll give him a low five. He looks at it and a bit of confusion crosses his face and then he chuckles. Yes. So, Mr. DuPont, what can I do for you? Let's put it this way. Your art is fabulous and... I need to be able to show it to the world. Boston and Scotland is where I run, and the people there are just deprived of it. I was unaware that anybody even knew about it. Please, please, come out of the heat. Please, come in. And he ushers you inside to an air-conditioned interior. It's a small lobby that is painted white, furnished with three steel chairs, upholstered in red leather, and a glass coffee table laden with art-related magazines and books. There is a modern-looking minimalist desk of transparent acrylic straight ahead and a closed door behind that. An archway leads to the right, where there appears to be a dimly lit gallery area. Another arch to the left has been cordoned off with a red velvet rope with a printed sign that reads, Zepter is proud to present the latest MRGLD exhibit. Please see BE for access. So, Mr. Dupont, you were, you were saying something about my art. Do, do you mean my art or the art that I exhibit here? Simply both. When you exhibit art here, I know that it is up to your standards, as well as the art that you come to create. I see you have something there under your arm. Is it one of my works? Well, this is a piece pulled from the Odebrati Hotel itself, and I'll show it to him. Oh, this is uh, very unusual. You say you, you got this at Hotel Odebrati? Yes. What do you make of it? This is not my work. I didn't think that this one was yours, because it's, you know, it's a little bit dry, some could say. Yes, uh, well, you can clearly see the artist mark there in the eye, in the iris of the subject. That's what I was hoping you could help identify for me. Oh, yes, that is uh, v- very well known. It is uh, MRGLD. That's why I'm here. I know that the exhibit is going on, and I must speak to him about this. Him or her. You know how the arts be these days. She would appreciate the attention, I'm sure, but she does not take visitors. Perhaps you would like to see some of my other artworks here in the gallery? Of course. And uh, he takes you to the other side where there is a dimly lit gallery. This space is quite small for a museum, basically just a large chamber bisected by a movable partition lit from overhead by spotlights, a couple of which have burned out. There is a pervasive musty smell like that of mildewed newspapers and dryer lint. Hanging on the wall are a dozen framed black and white photographs, all depicting male nudes. No, strike that. 
all depicting the same male nude figure. The photos are composed below the neck so the face isn't shown, but the shaved, shriveled scrotum and uncircumcised penis are on full display below a soft, well-fed belly and aged, slightly sagging breasts. Barely healed bite marks encircle the engorged nipples, each of which is pierced by a stainless steel knitting needle. So, what do you think? Is this more to your liking? This is the art that I knew that I would be able to see if I had come here. I acquired it. It is very uh, rare. If you're interested in buying it, uh, it's currently going for 16000 each. Or I can let the whole series go for 150000 I will be honest with you. Yes. I am the eye for talent in my partnership that I run. Yes. Uh, What partnership is this? Well, there's me, and I find the art. Ah, so you're like a spotter. Yes, but I unfortunately am doomed to work with this vulgar and pompous man who, he's the one with the money, and so I must find the art for him in order to be able to distribute it. I understand, yes. I am willing to part with it here in my humble museum. The artist is wished to remain anonymous, but the art is for sale. Well, of course. Any piece of art that I say is, that I can tell is worth buying. My partner generally listens to me. He knows that I have an eye for talent. He sounds like a very wise person, yes. So I I would like to bring him back and perhaps at the showing tonight... Well, I'm sure that can be arranged, yes. We are very short on tickets, of course, but, you know, for a small fee, uh, a donation to the museum, I'm sure we can arrange for something. VIP access, even. I'm sure that a donation is more than what we would like to do. You know, it comes to mind, have you ever done any modeling yourself? I've had many offers, but I've not found an artist that I've deemed worthy. It is uh, nearly lunchtime now. Uh, What are you doing currently? This was my goal for the day. Oh, so you are free then? Of course. Perhaps uh, you would like to come upstairs to my studio? I could do that. Excellent, excellent. I may have a little uh, liquor up there. Maybe some Jägermeister. Any booze is good booze. Excellent, excellent. Follow me, please. And he leads you past, the, out of the uh, little gallery section. Before you leave the gallery, uh, you do notice the frames that frame the photographs in the gallery are the exact same style and variety as the ones at... Hotel Autobrati, room 217. You fully expect that if you were to lift one of those frames off and look on the backside, you would see Zepter etched into it. All right. And then he leads you back into the lobby area behind the desk, which has a few papers scattered all over it, and a laptop open. And uh, he opens the door that is directly behind it and says, please, after you. And you see a narrow staircase leading upwards. And I'll go. We'll head back to Rocky, who is now standing in the basement, listening to the receding footsteps of Double D. You fully expect to hear some sort of altercation on the first floor landing, but nothing comes of it, and footsteps recede away, and you're left alone in the basement again. Strange people in this city. Going to head back up to the first floor and out into the lobby to see if I can't figure out what the commotion was about. Nobody is standing in the lobby. It's completely empty. You can hear and see foot traffic outside the turnstiles on the sidewalk. Uh, it looks like it's getting to be pretty hot out there. Tomislav is at his usual post. Pippa, please come. I have something for you. 
You do? Um, of course, yes. And I'm going to head over to Tomislav and see what he has for me. One moment. I'm, I must take my junior mints. You know about junior mints? Yes. Yes, I know about junior mints. You know they now make them with caramel inside instead of mint, right? Oh, that does not sound good. I, well, maybe it's good, though. It could be good. Do you like caramel? Uh, personally, yes. I'm, I'm a big fan of caramel. What about caramel, though? Look, karma is... Wasn't that like Boy George? Uh, caramel, caramel, karma, chameleon? No, that is not right. I don't remember. Who's the 80s? No, let's be honest. Anyone who was in the 80s doesn't really remember much of the 80s. It's very hazy. Oh, uh, yeah. Hazy. No, I, I get that. Same same thing here. The junior mints, they keep my breath, like, very nice and fresh. Cover up the smell of the uh, sweet potato vodka. Oh, you know about this. Yes. Yep. Uh, yes you've been um, talking with Rocky. Yes, Rocky stumbled upstairs last night and had to help her to her room. Well, I don't think that actually happened, but wink. In the morning. Did I say last night? Oh, my. One of the other guests, they found her phone. Oh, yes. I, I remember her this morning saying something about missing a, a phone somewhere. They turn it into a lost and found, and I have it here. And he slips it across the desk underneath the plexiglass to you. You please return to your friend, okay? Um, yes, yes, she, right away. She's right very away. nice. She's very nice. Yeah, I, she is. I don't know why she have a picture of kitten on on there. She don't seem like kitten person, but who am I a judge, right? I mean, the internet is 90% cat pictures, so the likelihood of any one person having a kitten photo on the on their phone at any given time is, is quite high. With a name like Rocky, she's, you know, a little strange anyways, but she play a mean game of Kribbish. You like Kribbish? Kribbish is good. I cannot say. I guess I've never played before. I'd... It's got everything to do with pegging. Do you like pegging? You know, I you know, I'll I'll reserve judgment until I'll you know what I'll have I'll have Rocky teach me how to play. She's very good at pegging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Peg out all the way to the end. You know what I'm saying? Peg to the end. Take your word for it. Yes. Uh, let her know I I'll see her tonight, and uh, I will bring a little snifter of the good stuff. Have you tried? You would would you like to try? Uh, you, you know what? Save it for you know. We'll you know we'll get together tonight. We'll we'll make it a, a cribbage learning party. Everyone everyone can have a good time. I like it. I like it. We're gonna have a big cribbage pegging party. I like it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, my friend, you have a good day and uh, make sure she get her phone. Okay. Quick question. Um, I was I was down in the laundry room. I thought I thought I heard a commotion up here. Did I miss something or am I maybe I'm just hearing things? I heard that commotion too. It sounded like somebody was banging on something and scraping. I don't know. I, it sounded like it was coming from up here, from the down in the laundry room. So I I'm not sure. Oh, I kind of poked my head uh, out and I didn't hear it anymore. So I don't. know. Who knows? Strange things, yeah. Thank you for, for giving this. I will I will make sure she gets this uh, right away. Excellent. Thank you very much, my friend. You you're a good friend, Pippa, to Rocky. I I try, yes. Um, well, if you need anything, uh, how's the room? You need like turn down service because we don't do that. If you need like a little coffee or something, uh, it's placed down in the corner. You let me know. I'll tell you where to go. Yeah, yeah. As soon as as soon as I need anything, I will be sure to make you my first um point of contact hey and you know between you and me me and you Mm -hmm. look out for we got like a homeless problem okay Mm -hmm. and if you see some weirdos like hanging around you tell them to get the fuck out i don't like it oh no of of course of course we boot them out of here we like keep clean Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. here here hotel altabrati i like to keep things clean none of these dirty people Okay. No, I, if I see anything, I will be sure to let you know. You know first thing. You, you be my eyes and ears, okay? Eyes and ears. 
Later, I teach you how to peg. Uh, any news on uh, the the lady's uh, missing dog yet, or is that still ongoing? Um... That old lady, I don't. She always whine about something. I don't, who knows? Who knows about her? But she's a uh, old Choo Choo McGee's wife, and she just she's crazy. She's crazy like that. And good riddance of that dog is a big yapper. You know, you know how small dogs can be. They they think they're ten times their size. And I like big dogs. You know, big dogs, strong. Like ox. Like ox dogs. Well, um, I, I guess I will be seeing you later, maybe. All oh, right, my friend. You have you have good day. Enjoy the warm weather we were having here in August. Totally not July. August. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I'm going to uh, tuck Pippa's phone into like the inner pocket of my, my jacket, and I'm going to head out onto the street. Boom. The, the heat just hits you like a brick to the face. The exhausts fumes and the noise pollution make you stagger back for a second just like that time in singapore but you know i really don't like to think about what happened that one time in singapore pull out my phone and call roy and see what he's up to roy you head upstairs to the loft and it's a large attic area that has been converted to accommodate a photography studio in one half, illuminated by a single skylight, a filing cabinet storage in the other half. There's a musty odor that reminds you of baby oil and overdue library books. Not a great combo. Please make yourself a home. Uh, they look over there uh, next to my camera equipment and you'll see uh, there's a flask there. Just... Feel free. Be free. Be be relaxed, my friend. Oh, by the way, uh, my name is Bernard Eichmann. A pleasure to meet you, acquaintance, Mr. Dupont. What is your first name, please? I'm an artist, you see. We don't always have first names. Oh, so very artistic, yes. So, Mr. Dupont, am I aware of any of your other works or acquisitions? I'm not the one to be bragging about the acquisitions. That's my partner's job. As for my works, if they were to ever escape Boston... That would simply mean that I've grown too large. Fair enough. I I like that. A a little bit of bravado with that, yes. It's a bit stuffy up here. Feel free to remove your shirt if you like. What kind of modeling am I doing, may I ask? Whatever you feel comfortable doing. I, I am only here to help guide you. You know your own body and comfort with it, so I don't know what you... You, you you appear to like the stuff that I have downstairs. I like booze as well. Well, please, please. Uh, the flask is right there. Have a pull or two. And I'll have some. And it is Jaeger. It's very good. Very delicious. Very licorice Yes, it is. <laughs> and Bernard uh, moves closer to you and says, uh, Oh, please, may I, ha- may I have a little sip? And I'll give him some. And he stands uncomfortably close to you and takes a sip. Looking you up and down. Are you sure that shirt isn't too warm in here for you? I feel a little, little warm. And he unbuttons one of his top buttons on his shirt. Starts fanning himself a little bit. The art that is on my body is just as prized as any in any gallery. Oh, I don't doubt it a bit. You, you are full of yourself, yes. Please excuse me, I forgot to place my lunch order, but please feel free to be comfortable. I'll be right back, and he heads downstairs. And I'll call Rocky. And you get a busy signal. All right, I'll keep drinking. And Rocky, you get a busy signal. What on earth is he possibly doing you take another pull of jaeger and why don't you go ahead and give me a uh, spot hidden i needed a 75 i got a 26 that's a hard success so you're just 
looking around the room and you notice a couple odd things. One is the filing cabinets over on the other half of the attic appear to be lined up pretty neatly, but on top of that are also some file boxes that have been labeled in marker, original photos, negatives, they're labeled quite clearly. But near you, there's a coffee table and a couple beanbag chairs next to it that look pretty well used, even leaking a little bit of the beanbag stuff out on the floor. On the uh, coffee table itself, there is a thick book with a eyeball on it. And you don't read German, do you? No. It's titled, as best you can figure, Schau jetzt nicht. You're not quite sure what that means. But tucked up under the coffee table, what appears to be a white rag of some sort. But there's some tinges of blood on it. Clearly dried blood. And you see a streak of black on the ground. It goes up one wall and all the way up to the edge of the skylight above. And you can hear him downstairs talking on the phone. I would like a Braunschweiger with, uh, yes, extra pickles and plenty of mayo, please. So he's clearly ordering some lunch downstairs. Is there anything you'd like to do before he comes back up? Go downstairs. So you, you go downstairs and he turns around. Mr. Dupont, oh, where, where are you going? Well, unfortunately, my partner has called me back to conduct some business before tonight, but perhaps we can continue this later. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, are, will you be doing anything after the exhibit? Not that I know of yet. A friend or two of mine might be having a little bit of a party upstairs, if you know what I mean. Perhaps I will join. I would love to see you and your partner tonight. It is at uh, nine o'clock. You, you can be fashionably late if you like. It doesn't matter. Uh, I will leave your name, Mr. DuPont, with security. All right, thank you. I'll be seeing you then. Yes, pleasure, pleasure. I hope we can do more business together soon. As do I. Have a good afternoon. You too. I'll see you later. Bye. Click. And then I will leave. All right, so you go out into the heat, which seems to have gone up exponentially. Maybe it's part of the nerves and the uh, excitement of being up in that guy's creepy-ass studio. <laughs> uh, Rocky. Talking with Double D down in the basement kind of re-peaked my interest in the missing dog, so I'm going to double back to the alley where we last saw it, and I want to just go back and walk that alley again. You go back to the alleyway, and you see that they picked up the garbage, but it's different garbage that's there now. It's as if they cleaned it out, and now people have just started piling more. It just respawns. These appear to be relatively fresh, so the rats haven't got at them yet. Slowly walk down the alley towards where we saw that first bit of blood kind of scanning back and forth to see if maybe there wasn't something hiding under the trash bags that we missed last time we were there. You find where the blood splotch was next to the dumpster, and it's there still, but it's been faded. Some street cleaners have come through and sprayed off most of it. So you kind of poke around a little bit, and sure enough, you find a blood spot away from the mouth of the alleyway, but leading further into the alleyway. You notice that the other end of the Hotel Odebrati basement is venting out into this alley. So you see the fresh concrete. It's only the top part of it. So whatever was patched in the basement is below street level. Why don't you go ahead and give me a spyhead? I needed a 62. I rolled a 47, which is a regular success. You walk up to where that patch is, because clearly that's the thing that you would have never known previously, but now captures your attention. And you stoop down to see that the 
the patch just goes maybe a couple inches above street level. So whatever hole was made in that wall in the basement is below your feet. Probably sewer system maybe or some sort of sub-basement underneath beyond that wall. And you see a bit of black greasy substance that looks very similar to what you saw up the shaft in the elevator. Very interesting indeed. And it trails off down the alleyway. Start tracking down the alleyway following the the trail as far as I can. All right, let's go ahead and roll track and see what happens. I needed a 10. I rolled a 54. That is a failure. I assume you want to let that stand? Yeah. You follow it 10 or 20 feet, but clearly last night there was some rain, wasn't there? So that storm last night must have washed a lot of this away. There are a couple grates in the in the ground for wash off. Pull out my phone and look up the nearest hardware store. And uh, it is just three blocks away. All right. So I'm going to start walking then. It's called the hardware store. Huh. The hardware store on 74th. It almost feels like I'm back in Arkham. Appears to be like a sort of rustic hardware store, but corporatized and made to look that way. All of the tools that you would never need in New York City are in the windows here, but clearly made to appeal to the folks who have places in Connecticut. As you're studying this, you see a reflection in the window, and it's Diamond Dave standing right behind you. Hey, man! Looking to buy a mailbox or something? What are you doing here? Um, you're just walking, you know, a place like New York. You, it's, it's nothing wrong with just strolling, see what see what you can find. It's, a, it's an interesting city you have here. Let me, let me tell you that. This city is made for walking, you know what I'm saying? That's what I've heard. Well, look, uh, hey, uh, you, you were asking about the thing, right? Thing? Mm, yes, the thing. Yeah, so uh, we've had uh, more than one person see this thing. Mm. I say it's, uh, it's not even like a uh, wolf, man. Not wolf, man. But not like a wolf, comma man, you know. Yes, just freaky, man. They say it's like it's like a guy, like a guy, guy, not like a guy, comma guy, but like a guy, guy. Ah, uh, so maybe he was just wearing something that made her think that it was a big hairy. Oh man, she's got like no eyesight. You know what I'm saying? She's like crazy. She's like Choo Choo McGee's wife, so <laughs> she's got no sight. Any any sign, any physical description, hair color, skin color. I say he's got like no hair. He's like nude. He's like skinny. He's like all skinny like. But his skin is like gray. Creepy, man. Yeah, no, that's ooh, weird. You, you know, you hear about those people that like they paint their bodies and like stand up like statues. They do that shit in Italy, man. It's crazy. Oh, it's everybody has some way to make money. It just creeps me out thinking like there's this weird statue guy wandering around the city, like snatching dogs and people, you know? Weird. Strange, strange times we live in. Well, hey, man, they, they really appreciate the five bucks, but might be able to get you some more info. Just a couple more bucks. What else you need, man? I can, I can hook you up. Hey, man, don't don't buy a shovel in there, man. I'll get you, I'll get you a shovel someplace else. No, it's not shovels that I'm here looking for. Oh, what, what do you need, man? Man, that's, that's what I do. A very large hammer, possibly of the sledge variety. Well, I can get you a sledgehammer. That's, that's easy. What are you going to do? You need some people to swing that for you? I can get you, I can get you like three guys. Oh, no. I'm thinking of doing some remodeling. Ah, uh, I see where you go. You're not going to bust that wall, are you? Oh, no. I would never do that. That Tomislav guy? He is bad news, man. 
Oh no, it's I I have him taken care of. I'm, I'm not worried about him anymore. All right, all right. I'm just I'm just saying, man. I get your hammer, no problem. When do you need it? Preferably, yeah, uh, by you know maybe tonight if you can swing that. Ah, uh, got yeah. You got me there. Swing it, swing the hammer. Yeah, hey, not a problem, man. I can get it for you, no problem. You know, a couple, couple bucks, maybe help grease some palms. But I, I've actually got one just down in my place. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, that's rather convenient. I'm going to, without drawing much attention, pull, you know, another five out of my wallet and just kind of nonchalantly slide it over. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. I don't know why you're sliding it on the ground, but that's weird. But okay, it's cool. Act casual. Where do you want that hammer? The alley next to the hotel. There's a dumpster. If you want to just put it like behind that dumpster and then just let me know and I'll I'll swing by and I'll pick it up and I'll bring it in and he won't be any the wiser. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it in the dumpster uh-huh. because those guys, those guys don't pick up until the morning, man. So just, you know, be careful in that alley, okay? I'll have it there before, uh, just after sundown. How's that? Works for me. Alright, you need anything else? Let me know. Oh, one other thing. I've, I've totally spaced this, man, but I was talking to uh, Phil, the wino. Phil. And uh, yeah, yeah, Phil. Uh, uh, do you know Phil? Not unless he has a relative named Bill who lives out in Massachusetts. No, I don't know about that. Phil, he likes to jump. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he might as well. Might as well. He might as well jump. Anyways, I was talking with Phil, and Phil said he saw this thing once. He said he was down doing a little panhandling, you know, not really panhandling, but just like requesting the assistance of passersby. I don't think that's the same thing, right? Oh, no, no, totally different. I, I get what you, I get what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah. Phil's a good guy, man. You know, he was down there doing his thing down in the subway. It was late one night and all the trains had gone and he was getting ready to pack up, just hoping maybe uh, the cops would pass by and he could like sneak into one of the little alcoves and get catch a couple winks you know what i'm saying and he was just about ready to do that and he looked down between the rails and he saw that dude he saw that gray dog dude in the sub wow that's on all fours clambering along the rails and heading into one of the tunnels is that freaky or what? That's crazy. What? Where was he? Like subway station? Yeah, I'm assuming you knew. Well, he said it was Grand Central, man. So Grand Central. Wow. Um, yeah, you make the most money there. To be honest, that's no it makes sense. A lot of people in and out, tourists coming, you know, for the the station. Yeah. Oh you yeah, know what, man. So yeah, he said it freaked him out, and he uh, he moved along. He did say he saw. Him. You know, I, I had to give him like a buck. He shared his story. You know what I'm saying? Oh yes. Uh, his personal life experiences. I thought you should know. You were asking about it. Very helpful. Man, I'll get you that hammer. No problem. No, I, I appreciate it. And again, if tell you what, uh, just for you, Dave, uh, I'll keep a, a standing uh, a standing bounty, so to speak. If anybody else sees this gray man, anyone hears anything, you get that to me and I will make sure that you are compensated for your time and efforts. How's that? I don't want to say sugar daddy. I don't say it often. I mean, every couple of days. Yeah, that sounds perfect, man. I... I will take care of it. Double D is here for you, man. I'm going to go see a man about a hammer. I appreciate it. Peace, brother. And he walks away singing California Girls. Back to Roy, who is standing on the street. I'm just going to hail a cab and go back to the hotel. And as you're getting out of the cab in front of Hotel Odobrati, you hear a familiar voice. Oh, you're that guy uh, looking for that dog, huh? And you turn around and it's uh, Officer Loliola. I'm a guy looking for a dog. Nice, nice. You find anything? No. That's too bad, because I found it. I guess you're not much of a detective, huh? No. They don't do much detecting up in Boston, do they? 
They do do a lot of winning at baseball, though. You got a point there occasionally. I mean, maybe recently, but we're not going to talk about that right now, okay? So how do you know about this dog? I came out of the hotel and some woman was screaming. And you never saw this woman before in your life, huh? No, I haven't seen a lot of things before in my life. Man, I'm just yanking your chain. I'm just a beat cop. This is my neighborhood. I got I got to know everybody. You know what I'm saying? I did a little poking around last night after my shift, and uh, I found that poor thing. It was uh, just down over about a block behind one of the buildings, torn to shreds. That's bad news. Yeah, it was pretty bad, but here's the weird thing. It was human bite marks on it. I'm going to be honest. That sounds like something I could see here in New York. New York? It's a wacky place. You got that right. So what do you think? Uh, how about you and I uh, take a closer look down there? I guess if you want. Hey, didn't you have like a couple other folks along with you? Yeah, they're all running around. All right. Well, we'll catch up with them later. How about it? Why don't you come on down here to this alley with me? Okay. And the two of you stroll towards the alley where the dog presumably met its demise. Tune in next time as we play another reel of the Lovecraft tapes. All right, guys. It's uh, time for some recommendos. Oh, boy. So I'll start us off, guys, with tonight's recommendo. As you know, I'm trying to do something different every time. So tonight I'm going to recommendo a magazine. In the 80s, I used to read a magazine religiously. So I would read Fangoria magazine religiously by every single issue. I was weaned on horror. So I, ever since I was young, I've, I've read it. I really loved back in the day when uh, Tony Timpone was the editor. They would have pull-out posters in the middle in the centerfold except these were all like gory disgusting horror scenes from the movies sometimes mini posters but more or less just like a scene from a movie where a zombie was ripping somebody's guts out or so forth and i would take this poster and put it up on my wall as you get older you kind of grow out of certain things so i grew out of that probably about the time that i met girls lo and behold in the 90s they started having some financial problems and in the 2000s they folded they went bankrupt well, thankfully, a company came along, an entrepreneur came along and resurrected it. It is now curated as a more or less quarterly scholarly horror uh, magazine, edited by Phil Nobile Jr., who is a very progressive editor, it tends to publish very scholarly articles that examine horror movies on a much more intellectual level or in the context of history. Uh, it's not just about the sort of news fodder because they realized early on that if they were going to resurrect the magazine, it couldn't be the pulse of what's coming out because the internet's already got that. Instead, they've created a list of authors and genre industry folks. Barbara Crampton has a regular article. The uh, gentleman who curates the stuff on Shudder, uh, Sam, he also has a regular article. I recently re-upped because, you know, they've gone full color, uh, inside and out, very thick magazine. And so while it doesn't have the, ex the exact same appeal that it did to me when I was younger, that's fine because I'm older now and I actually appreciate reading these longer articles that dive deeper into the horror industry, revisiting old movies. Check out Fangoria Magazine. All right, Matt, looks like you're up next. So uh, after a, a brief detour last week, uh, we're, we're back on schedule. This week, I'm going to recommend a, a new obsession of mine. It's a game called Satisfactory. And what it is, is somebody took the spirit of management games like Factorio 
and they basically made it 3D. So it's a gorgeous handcrafted open world where the goal is once again to build something to solve a problem so that you can build something else to solve another problem to build something else to solve a problem to solve the first problem that you tried to work on an hour ago but realized you weren't getting enough of this thing so you had to get more of that thing to make more of this thing and it's it turns into a very long obsessive chain of well now I have to do a hundred things to fix this one thing and then once you fix that one thing you go wait I can now do that better Uh, I'm a big fan of of games that are about you know building and scaling and making things more efficient and quicker and better and this game ticks all of those boxes for me Uh, it's a really well done game the studio behind it Coffee Stain is really great at interacting with their community and taking into account you know fan suggestions and comments Uh, the game is in early access right now so it is still growing and evolving but they everything they've added has only made the game better we've gone from just having basic things to where now you can build full-scale train networks to deliver large amounts of materials from one side of the map to the other there are drones there are jet packs there are you know nuclear power plants that you can build to power all of your stuff it's an absolute rabbit hole of a game and i love it and if anyone else out there is into building and management and and any of that kind of stuff, especially if you've hit up games like Factorio, Satisfactory is a really, a really great addition to the genre. Thank you, Matt. And uh, Gabe, close us out. I will be recommending a new game. So I'm recommending Pokemon Arceus. I've played a good amount of it thus far, and while I will say that I think that the story is kind of adult, I don't think that really matters, because I think that this game is a fun new look at Pokemon, you know, just in a new style. Uh, It's like an RPG style, like a third-person RPG style, where you actually have to throw the balls to catch the Pokemon, and you actually have to throw your Pokemon into battle, and it's just a cool look at a franchise that I've grown up with and always loved and stuff you know i I ultimately think that it kind of is hurt by being in the past for no reason and frankly excessive amounts of dialogue i would honestly rather just it be you just go do whatever you want complete sandbox but i you know i still think that that doesn't overshadow how fun the game is you know i've played it a lot when i first played it i was i will admit i think the first hour is kind of frustrating but beyond that it really opens up and lets you do what you want and that's really what i want from a pokemon game you know i was excited for it and then i was skeptical off the gate and now i really have come into liking it so it's a game you know give it a little bit of time and if you don't like pokemon you probably still won't like this it's a lot of fun it's a fresh new look at the franchise and it's kind of more a realistic way i mean it's still turn-based but beyond that it's a little more of a realistic what it would be like to be a pokemon trainer so it's it's a lot of fun pokemon legends rcs and that's going to be it for the this episode of the lovecraft tapes thank you for listening please subscribe in whatever podcast platform you prefer if you like what you hear please leave us a review meanwhile you can find us at lovecrafttapes.com with links to all our socials including discord reddit youtube twitch and much a much a more you can find me on twitter at lovecraft tapes and if you know anyone else I can recruit into my burgeoning homeless intelligence network, uh, you can point them to me on Twitter at the real weird kid. Or if for some reason said homeless people happen to have smartphones and a Wi-Fi connection, you can tell them they can find me on Twitch streaming at that one weird kid. And if anyone wants to discuss art, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. Until next time, roll 
Thor. Jägermeister. The Lovecraft Tapes Podcast is copyright 2022. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.